Today's episode of Podcastration is brought to you in part by... Spock! You suck balls! Buy me now, Spock! <laughs> that zany bird. Hi, my name is Sean, and I'm the proud owner of Sean's Pissy Parrot Shop. I sell authentic South American parrots and American-raised crows that are trained from birth to speak sassy sayings like... Good morning, fuckface! And... Your mother's a cow! And... It's a fun, feathery way to keep guests entertained. And they make for great, loyal companions. I hope you die. Shh, not now, dickhead. Now, I understand that a pissy parrot isn't the best pet for youngsters. And that's why our birds come in three varieties. The family-friendly edition. Ah, vegetables are yucky. The pissy parrots. Scott, I'm hungry, you worthless asshole. And for the truly sadistic, the bird from hell model. And no matter what your preference, you'll fall in love with your new beaked best buddy. So why wait and come to Sean's Pissy Parrot Shop today? I'm waiting, dickhead! <laughs> oh, you'll just love these birds. So come on down today and get a new Pissy Parrot for you and the whole family. And don't let the opportunity of owning the pet of a lifetime take off into the wind. Hello, ma'am. Oh no, get away from me, you friggin' ginger! Ah! What the hell? Are you sick and tired of being grossed out by the red-haired, freckly freaks that are gingers? Well, now you can send them packing with Ginger Repail. Harnessing the same ultraviolet radiation that the sun uses to burn redheads, Ginger Repail is specifically formulated to instantly irritate ginger flesh upon contact. Simply chug a 45-ounce can of delicious, freshly brewed Ginger Repail and then let its all-natural ingredients do the rest. As any ginger gets within a 50-foot range, their spotty pheromones will automatically trigger Ginger Repel's defensive compounds that it'll give you a ferocious belch that burns gingers and only gingers on contact. It's guaranteed to be fast and effective at keeping those ugly, useless stepfather punching bags at a very healthy distance or we'll refund your purchase. So don't put up with socializing with those soulless sun magnets and perturbed ginger repel. Because we like to say here, Prejucorp! The only good ginger is the one way over there. Not available in Ireland. You wanted the best? Well, here's something even better in one, two, three, four. They took your germ! That's the sound of a mating walrus. I don't know. Yeah. That is the sound of your average there should be a There should be a uh, Simon and Garfunkel slash Rush tribute band <laughs> called <laughs> The Sounds of Salesmen. <laughs> the Sounds of Salesmen. And that's what it is. And, that's nothing, and there's nothing else that yeah. I haven't thought. Anything more of it. Somebody figure it out. Yep. Uh, I was going to start this podcast with this question. I was going to ask you, what is the worst feeling in the world? Not an opinion. There is one, but we just talked about it a minute ago before okay, the podcast. Good, because that's what I was going to say, but I don't want to sound like a weirdo. Yep. That is, uh, 
The worst feeling. Are you feeling asking in, me or telling? Or, well, I'm just gonna tell you because we okay, just talked good. about yeah, it yeah. and that, about the alarm going off. The worst feeling is waking up 20 minutes before your alarm clock. You know, you wake up and you're like, "Please be three hours before my yep, alarm." So I like, want it to be midnight. But here's the paradox here. Now, the greatest feeling in the world is it not waking up about you know three hours or so before your alarm and you realize, "Oh, I get to go back to sleep for a while." But what happens to me when that happens is I get so happy that I ended up not falling back to sleep anyway. So it's one of them ones where it feels great to wake up well ahead of your alarm, but then usually I'm up at that point anyway, so I get way less sleep. It it's- depends how I'm feeling when I wake up at that point because I know like if I wake up once in the night, I'm going to wake up four more times. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, yeah, the midnight one's cool, but the one at 2 o'clock, not so great. The yeah. one at 3 o'clock, like... By the second wake up, I might as well be awake. Like, why couldn't I just? I wish I could just punch into work at at four o'clock yeah. and be done at noon or whatever. You know, whatever. I don't know the math, but you know what I mean. Like I said, we just talked about it like five minutes before yeah. we started recording. But that's what I had it written down on here to talk about. The worst. This just happened world. yesterday, and I just like oh, you feel like shit. But really, it makes no difference on your day to where if you if I wake up and it's like two thirty or three, you're like, whoa! I thought it would be time to get up i got three hours of sleep left you get that like it's surge of not quite adrenaline but just euphoria and you're like euphoria that's euphoria to you that's your heroin yeah that is midnight oh it feels so great but then it backfires and then it's usually like shit yeah i never like it i don't want to wake up at all i want to go to bed and i don't want my eyes to open until i hear and then i'm gonna hit snooze Three times, and maybe a fourth time if I'm feeling froggy. <laughs> froggy. But uh, that's uh, I don't I don't call that one of my best feelings. But I'm 100 percent with you on yeah. the worst one, which you are going to say Is right the, now. The waking up 20 minutes before. Oh no! I thought about pooping your pants and at bed. Oh no! I, that's what no, we were. I thought no, we were no, on the same no. page of oh, it. Oh okay. Oh, well, let's you do suck. that. The worst thing is whenever you wake up from a, a poop or pee dream thinking that you pooped or peed. Yeah, that's only happened a few times in my life. But yeah, you just feels <laughs> as realistic of a poop as could imagine in my dream. And then as soon as it happens, I realize I'm, I'm dreaming. Certain. and I'm like, oh no, I shit my I'm pants. I'm certain. I am. That's another one where you wake up so startled and you're, you're relieved. You're like, well, at least I am. I haven't shit my pants yeah. yet. I'm like, oh, I didn't shit my pants. Like, whoo. And that's another one that I'm wide awake for fucking ever because you're... You, you have like a, a pure fright. I would I'd rather wake up and there's a robber pointing a gun at my head than shitting my pants. Yeah, in my bed. There was one time where I I wasn't sick when I went to bed, but I realized when I woke up I was sick, and I didn't know when I went to when I I woke up and I thought I had to fart and I just pooped <laughs> like I didn't poop enough to make it onto the bed, but I pooped enough that I had to get out. Story and like, of my life. What? <laughs> you didn't poop enough to make it to the bed. <laughs> It was enough to like. It still got. It got stuck in my butt cheeks, so it never hit cloth. But it was. It was. Uh, I realized. I woke up and realized I was sick, and that that sucked. But that was only one time, and that was a. That was a. I don't remember when. I tried to strike that memory from my brain. But yeah, that's only happened yeah. once. But I'll tell you what. I have peeing dreams. I don't have that that much anymore. I I used to, and like I said, almost amazingly, I've only pissed my pants once, really drunk. And I've never shit myself yet in my sleep. Not you know what? Maybe in the maybe I need to change that. <laughs> maybe I haven't partied hard enough. I thought I did, but moral of the stories of all this: peeing the bed sucks. Thinking you have to poop in your sleep. I don't know. That all sucks. Waking up before work sucks. 
Oh, so uh, a few weeks ago at work, one of our older employees who don't work there anymore, but he came in to like talk to somebody about something, and he brought his little uh, Dalmatian puppy with him, which was oh no, insanely adorable. Yeah, Sanchez has one. Cute little bastard. I say bastard because his daddy got hit by a car. Nah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But um, that's why I texted you a few weeks ago about um. So did you ever actually watch the 101 Dalmatians movies? Uh, I think so there was a I remember the. I, yeah, I yeah. think I watched the original from like the 60s when I was a kid. I watched the cartoon one when I was a little kid, and I remember renting from Eagle Video the remake, like the live action one. So did they all come from the same dog? Was it one mom that had 101 puppies? Yeah. Oh my god, she'd be the size of a fucking RV. That's kind of weird. Or, I mean, I get it. It's a kids' movie, but ugh. if there was like a uh, half Dalmatian, half frog, what? And like if she just laid the Dalmatian eggs in water, and like <laughs> okay. a, ma- a male Dalmatian frog came around and like squirted his Dalmatian frog juice on the eggs to fertilize them, and out <laughs> of the creek came little puppy Dalmatians with like tadpole Dalmatians, pollywog. Puppy. Yeah, uh, I, I just, then it would make sense. I, yeah, I just thought like, how could the? F- I know it's a kids' movie, but I, that's just the thing. When you get older, I I, I never I haven't even watched it, but I yeah. I remember I just remember when I was a kid, and I'm like, how could a family feed 101 puppies? Well, technically, well 103. You have to have the mother and father. And I honestly don't remember. I was like, even if the, the fire premise, and I definitely don't remember like the biology of it. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't think they went into depth about it. I don't think no, they showed no, like, no, of course not. But it's just funny. Pongo That's, and Perdina, I think, were the names of the... I'm pulling out my phone. You I pulled to, that out of nowhere. Think how sad this is, because in real life, if your dog had 101 puppies, like even if 50 fire departments took half of them, you'd still have to euthanize like, 50 fucking puppies. Pongo and Perdita. What is that? Oh my goodness. I remembered the names of the parents. Oh my goodness, really? I, I never pulled knew that. that out of my I pulled that entirely out of my ass. I never knew that. Perdita is the female protagonist. This is from DisneyFandom.com. Is that still a thing, I wonder? Do what? fire departments still have Dalmatians? Probably in like fancy places. I wonder why Dalmatians? Are they just easy to spot in smoke or something, I wonder? That was a thing. I don't know. I know I'm asking you. I know you wouldn't know, but okay. Also, well, you do have your phone. Per- Perdita you can... is the female protagonist of the 1961 Disney animated feature film 101 Dalmatians. She is the pet of Anita, mate of Pongo, and the mother of 15 Dalmatian puppies, and adoptive mother of 84 more puppies. So she adopted 84 puppies. Holy shit! That's fucking. Do they ever do a background check? That's a lot that? of Purina. Let's do a background check. Perdita is a very well-mannered, elegant, and radiant. A complete foil to Pongo's goofy nature. I just remember she's another. She's also rather stern and appears to be a tad more prominent when it comes to disciplining her puppies, as well as the rascally Pongo. Despite her well-coordinated nature, Perdita tends to be incredibly worrisome in hectic situations and prefers to avoid unkind conflict by leaving the scene, as shown when Corella visits. She's also rather observant and appears to able to sense nearby danger, being the only one to expect Corella's villainy even before the kidnapping of her children. Complete contrast to Are that. you just reading people. the whole movie script? I was like, this could go for fucking... Yeah, I, well, I'm going for a little bit. I'm just waiting to see like how they adopted 84... Like, so they, had, they did adopt 84 puppies, so that was... 
Uh, Apparently. Look, man, I'm trying to read sense. it. Yeah. You're trying to make me not read. <laughs> okay. Uh, where was I? Expect Corella's villainy even before the kidnapping of her children. A complete contrast to the optimistic Pongo. I already read that part. Thanks a lot, Leon. Perdita worries can often escalate to pessimism, only to be put to rest by the always headstrong and relentless Pongo. Even so, okay, just show me how the heck uh, they came up with adopting the puppies. Who cares? Somehow yeah, the puppies yeah. went through the paperwork and talked I, to their That just gives me peace of mind that I don't want any vagina ruined with 101 fucking of anything coming out that's of That's your it. issue? Kind of. Well, that and the fitting all that inside of a... 15 puppies at once is still a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's 86 less than 101. Yeah, I don't so, know. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, we can move on. So, it ain't a podcast of podcastration without my fucking 100% feasible, totally budget-friendly, ingenious ideas that I have. So, my first idea that I have for this podcast is I want to make court shows for nosy stay-at-home housewives, but I want ours to just have completely silly, fake cases. Like, for example, just have a, have a case about, you know, guys suing another guy because one guy, was, I don't know, he was fixing ostrich races. Or a guy wore his medieval armor in Walmart and somebody dent it. So you have to, he's suing Walmart. I don't know, shit like that. Ah, fuck, as I say it. How about, like, oh, <laughs> maybe that's not such a good idea. I like the idea of it. I just need better ideas for the show. But I just want to have, like, Judge Judy, that kind of shit, but just more over the top. Uh, have, I don't know, a woman sues an accordion store because they make too much noise next door. You have to have, like, a, a really slight judge, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> huge tits. Just cleavage pouring out. It, it, yeah, it's got to be, like... Judge Booby. <laughs> ridiculous, like, oh, uh... <laughs> I don't know the reincarnate kind of, uh, reincarnation of Anna Nicole Smith is the uh, is the judge. Have a, and uh, somehow you make a sl- how would you make a slutty judge outfit? Somehow oh, figure it if, out. It'll yeah, it'll get figured like, out. They're basically tarps. Mm-hmm. You could go to work in a tarp. That would be great about being a judge. You have to wear a robe to work. <laughs> the only other guy yeah. who's ever done that was Hugh Hefner. You could have a case of a like a husband sues his horse wife. Or it's like it's custody of the kids, but the horse gets custody of the kids. <laughs> it's shit like that. It's just, but I wanted to be like people at home with no jobs. They're you know that's what they watch. And they, like, how long did you know? I wanted to give like a full season. They're like, is this fake? <laughs> you know, is this fake? <laughs> yeah, it's just. You ever watch that? Uh, there was a show. You ever hear that comedian Doug Benson? Uh, nah, I guess pothead not. humor stuff. Yeah. He, I'm sure he's still around, but he basically just told like weed jokes, and he was he was funny. He wasn't hilarious, like his yeah, his stick was mean. funny, but it wasn't like it was just jokes about smoking weed. Uh, but he had a show called High Court, where he played the judge, and I don't know how much like heard of it. yeah, it was like a short. It was on Comedy Central, and the episodes were like 15 minutes long. But he was the judge, and he would get super baked before like yeah. the trials. And the plaintiff and him would go off and, like, smoke more and, like, giggle and stuff. And then they'd come up with their uh, verdict. And it was really not very good. Yeah. That's it. I, oh, I never saw or heard of that. Oh, before I forget, this topic kind of weirdly reminded me about this. I've been wanting to ask you, 
Have you been seeing pink trucks lately? Like, is that a thing? Pink trucks? Pink. Fucking bright pink. Like, brighter than that poster you have up on the wall. That King Buffalo poster? Shout out King Sweet Buffalo. Sweet poster. From the Orion tour in 2015? Uh, no, I have not. And I know it ain't the same truck. I'd say the last month, I've seen at least four, but probably like five or six bright pink fucking trucks. New ones. Uh, they must be from the factory. I didn't know if there's a thing going on that I don't know about if I'm an idiot. I, I don't know. I just want to. I keep seeing them. Are you sure you're not just seeing the same one over and over no, and over I again? No, I, I thought that. You know, I might have seen maybe once or twice the same one, but I know the other ones were, I mean. Are they new trucks or are they old trucks? No, these are new. Uh, I, I've seen Ford, Chevy, Dodge, and I'm pretty sure I was sure about to even, ask you who's making them. So that means, like, exactly. Or if somebody's taking them somewhere and doing a custom paint job. I don't even know that was an option. I've never seen a pink truck ever in a fucking dealership parking lot. I don't know. I, I'm, pink is such a... It's polarizing. It's a gross color. You sparingly or accordingly, I, Starburst, Pepto-Bismo, and Brett the Hitman Hart can use <laughs> Pepto-Bismo. pink. Pepto-Bismo. And that's about it Bismo. for me. That's about it for me. I just didn't know if there was some... Highlighters movement. can be pink. Well... I know that's why I'm looking yeah. at your I'm looking at your notes yeah. and I see it. Yeah, like, there's there's uses uh, for that's pink. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's not much else. It's like breast cancer awareness. Lemonade can be pink. Pink Whitney. Pink Whitney. Yes, there, it can work. And yeah. I, like I said, I, there's even been vehicles. It's not a sexist I, thing. The the pink and like the black vehicles with some pink accents and stuff. I, I don't know, but pink trucks. Come if that's on. what you're into, it's just. I've been, uh, so our parking that. spots at the jail are like, they're pretty small. Yeah. But so are most guys' wieners, I guess, because they have massive trucks and <laughs> yeah. they can't park on. I have a small wiener and a small car. At least you're not compensating. Yeah. Some of these guys, like, it's just freaking the tallest Dodge Ram you can get. I know. And dude. you're parked in a spot you can't fit it in. Well, you no. could fit it in if you How would, many of like, them have smokestacks, too? That is the most annoying. I don't know if I've seen a smokestack. But they're big trucks for guys who are like, you're not doing anything, dude. I mm. like you don't do anything truck worthy. No. And I know no. ga- gas is expensive right now. Yeah, and you- I know you're bitching about it. Yep. But you spent seventy k on a truck that you can't park in your parking lot. No, exactly. People were dumb. And you're gonna tell the government how to spend their money? You don't know how to spend your money, dumbass. Yeah, you fucking dipshit. Hope you're listening to this too. Whoever Fuck you. you are. Um. Oh, you know, okay, I wanted to ask you. Do you still get... Oh, God. Like, you don't get them Game Informer magazines anymore, do you? I haven't seen one for a while. Probably to the old apartment. Yeah, I just got a, the latest one, and, man, there's some sweet games on the way. Did you? Well, that Elden Ring game's out now. Did you look at that or anything? That's what, my friends have been playing that shit. I, I play Call of Duty and only Call of Duty. I crashed. Ah! Ah! And Crash Team Racing. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't play much either. I go online and check them out. The Elden Ring's like a big open world, but I guess it has that George Martin guy that did the, the Game of Thrones. Yeah. And so, I was about to call him Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Game of Thrones. There's, um, you got to see the trailer for this game, Scorn, it's called. It's this weird alien first-person shooter. <laughs> There's a guy that did the alien... From the movie Aliens from the eight, like the eighties. Yeah, he did that weird. I guess you'd call it artwork. Yeah, but uh, it's a super creepy looking first person shooter game. 
Like, like I said, you're going to have to check out that. that. Actually, so that sounds cool. Video games from movies and movies based on video games almost never work. But there's, there's, um, there's an Avatar Frontiers of Pandora game coming out from that movie Avatar. And yeah. I, it looks really sweet. And I'm hoping that it you know, doesn't suck. Like that. Well, the movie came out like 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, they're finally just putting out a game you know, based on it. And then they're, they, all, well, they have a Lord of the Rings Gollum game coming out too which is another one that has potential but see i remember the the uh, lord of the rings i think it was the return of the king game one of those video mm. games from lord of the rings had was sick oh yeah we played it all the time it was a fun freaking game that was a i think that's what reviewers were saying that like they said oh, okay that makes sense because i didn't know there was games but somebody said that there was like a game before that there that was really good and i think it's like that well, was on PS2. A, a new version of that. I don't remember which movie. Maybe it wasn't even based off a movie. Cause it, no, I think it was. I think it was Return of like, the Third Movie, which I guess was a book. <laughs> oh, yeah. did you see the new... Well, I, I'm like not caught up on this season, South Parks. But the one, the one uh, episode was... Have you seen any of this seasons? Uh, I've seen like the first two episodes of this Did you season. see the episode where... Tolkien's name, yeah, Tolkien was Tolkien. Yeah, yeah this from, whole time, yeah. like that was made, the last one I saw. Yeah, that's the last one I saw too. They made it seem like, oh yeah, everybody knows his name was Tolkien. He's named after J.R.R. Tolkien, of course. Yeah, like, and that's the Lord of the Rings, yeah, author, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I thought, um, I thought that was funny. There's a. Do you ever play any of them Dead Space games? No. So they have those Resident Evil games remastered the last couple years, and those are pretty damn cool. So they they're redoing the first dead space game so i'm hoping that's basically resident evil in space so hopefully that's cool oh i was reading online today that uh when you're talking video games and i'm talking south park and that's I'm fine kinda, it's what it's all it's all entertainment uh they're having a south park concert that okay. i guess it's like i don't know if it's just bands that have been involved with south park but it's at least ween and primus i was just gonna say i know primus was is that the original theme song yeah yeah. It's at least those two bands, and I'm not sure like what else is involved with it, but they're doing a concert at, at uh, Red Rocks in oh, that'd be, Colorado. I want to go to that place. I was there once when we were like visiting Denver, yeah. but we weren't. There wasn't a show there. Like you can just go to the when there's not shows, you can go to like it's like a park kind of a thing. You can go to like the venue, and it's sick. I would love to see a show there. Um, fuck, I had something to say, but I forget. It, yeah, which is great. Sorry, I know. Like I'm no, not no, no, on the same just... page as you at all. Uh, but oh, I was just gonna. Don't quote me on this, but I think Primus might have also did the theme intro for Ren and Stimpy. But I might be wrong. Oh, I yeah? think a famous band did. Primus sounds right, but I'm also trying to remember from like 15 years ago. Primus always sounds wrong. Yeah, Primus. <laughs> I, another band I've never really listened to. I tried listening to some songs off the album, and I don't care. But I saw a couple live videos from like the late 80s on YouTube, and it really cool yeah. sounding and looks it's had to been a fun show yeah. a lot of ba the bass player was just an animal yeah i remember that back then was, that's another thing kind of i don't know why it was like when i was a kid like flea from the chili peppers was awesome there was like a very brief but like late 80s like very early 90s there's this thing of like a funk resurgence that just disappeared i don't know it was it came and went and i remember primus and red hot chili peppers back then were really fun bands and there was some other bands that um, all like Spin Doctors was another one. I yeah, think, that there was a little fling of it, and then it just. I uh, I so I like Primus's music, but honestly, like 
I couldn't sit and listen to two or three Primus nah, albums in a me row. Me either. That I, Frizzle Fry album is really good. I just know they had one called Sailing the Sea of Cheese. Yeah. yeah. And they did that that uh, album of Willy Wonka songs. Yeah. That I was remember, freaking I think cool. you told like, me about it. Probably, because like, there's videos of it, like the concert on YouTube. and it like I actually think we talked about this. On it looks movie. cool. It's kind of like... It's too Frank Zappa-y. Like, I know, yeah, exactly. you, I know you're good musicians. I get it, but, like... I still have something... to enjoy listening to it. Just being killer musicianship and outlandish for the sake of doing it. And a lot of them fans, they just love everything. I'm like, oh, it sounds dumb to me. I don't care how hard that is to play. There's just something, like... It's hard to listen to. Something about, like, comedic rock and roll just doesn't... I don't know. I don't... I, I, it's not even that it's comedy. It's just goofiness. Yeah. Which I'm like, I'm a diehard Weird Al Yankovic fan, but that's different. Like, that is comedy. Yeah. When you're like trying to, so, I don't know. It just doesn't, I know what you mean. It yeah. doesn't translate no. to something that I understand. And I know, like, okay, I know I'm missing out on it, but. It, well, I'll tell you what, let's go to commercial break. Good, because I have to pee. Yeah, we have a lot more of music to talk about when we get back, so. Ho, ho, ho! Yeah. Once upon a time. In a grocery store close, close by, there was an all-new cereal with not only a delicious, crunchy, out-of-this-world taste, but was also shaped like a movie legend. But don't just take my word for it. Go ahead and tell them, Chewie. That's right, kids. Introducing Wookie Crisp. Each and every bowl of Wookie Crisp contains enough vitamins and minerals to build a combat droid with. Roger, roger. You said it. It's a fun, tasty way to fill up on the force each morning to battle against the evil sleepiness of the dark side. So don't just settle for cheap imitations. Only one true all-in-one meal has the intergalactic ingredients that's part of your daily well-rounded breakfast. And that's Wookie Crisp. They're light years ahead of the leading brands. They're delicious. They're healthy. And they're so chewy. Manufactured by the Bismarck Food Corporation. This product may contain peanuts, grains, and tonal clippings. So, you're sitting on the commode listening to the all-new episode of your favorite podcast, Podcastration. Well, now you can experience it in an all-new way. Simply log on to our new webpage at www.podcastrationnation.flarnt to experience a whole other dimension of entertainment. Our awesome site has sweet merch available like Podcastration Edition knives, shrimp peelers, moose bait, boat haul cleaner, barnacle removal spray, and even meth pipes. There's also cool virtual games such as Battle Sheep, Tic-Tac-Toe-Nail, Don't Get Raped, and Salamander Massacre 3D. There's delicious food recipes, online contests, fan chat rooms, and for you lonely single losers out there, there's Coitus Central, our exclusive online hookup site. I tell you, it's the bee's knees. So, don't just listen to the most funny, fun, and fantastic podcast known to mankind. Get in on the action at www.podcastrationnation.flarnt and be part of the team. Because if you don't, 
then that's because you're a stagnant pile of rotten garbage and nobody likes you. Once again, that's www.podcastrationnation.flarnt. Get on, get off, and get into it today. Whoever said that was fear? That was a good burp. Might as well do the beer review. Yeah, yeah, okay. What do you think of it? Have you been drinking much of it? Uh, I've been drinking much of it. It just tastes like a... (laughs) Very much of it. Yeah. It's funny we have our uh, very much. <laughs> we have our beer reviews and we have two big mugs of just regular beer. <laughs> they're not they're one's for recreational consumptions and one that's for a review. Yeah, and one's just for our livers. Um yeah, okay. We're drinking a seasonal release mm. called Hazy Pilsner from the Breckenridge Company. I don't know what the word S A A Z Saws. Saz Saz dry hopped unfiltered Pilsner with a crisp finish is how it's described tell me you don't taste the sass <laughs> yeah the first thing that i get is floral notes of sass <laughs> what is sass though essay saws su- well i know saws. saw but was swedish yeah so maybe saws is swedish i don't know but um it's five percent alcohol and it is it's easy to drink yeah i don't taste much Hazy or it's know. hazy it's by a, color. Like you're drinking it from the bottle. Yeah. Okay, yeah, compared right. to my straw blogger, which yeah. is completely I mean, straw colored, that is as hazy as as a yeah. hazy pills. Oh, also, uh, shout out Brett because isn't Brett the guy who yes, picked these he, up? He gave me these a while ago. I drank a couple of them, but I saved these as I well, I got to review this on a podcast because this is a different beer. So they've been in my fridge for like. I say a while ago, probably three, maybe four months. A couple I weeks ago, I was worried about them being skunked, but they're not. It's certainly not. I, uh, <sighs> I think it's it's really good. It is really Pilsner. Good. It's it's a it's uh, certainly tastes more like an ale than a Pilsner. Yeah, which I think is probably the point. It, it's like a, I guess a mix. Yeah, I wouldn't. There's no really hoppy. It's no, definitely not like an. It's definitely not an IPA. No, but it's definitely more on the ale train than yeah. the Pilsner. I feel like that's why I saved it. We review so many IPAs because there's so much more IPAs uh-huh. to review than anything else, and I wanted to do. You know, it's a good changeup. It, it, it's yeah. pretty good actually. I, I it's it's thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, I, I really, really like it, it. at five yeah. percent too. It's one of those things like. Some of those IPAs, you know, you're drinking a beer that's like a beer and a half at a time, like yeah, a, a good even keel pilsner with a little bit of like hop taste to it, and that like hazy. I feel color. like I could put a hurting on a case of this. I don't know how much a case of this would put a hurting on my wallet. Yeah. I didn't pay for it. Once again, thanks, Brett. Uh, I was listening to the podcast where you and Brett were saying that. <sighs> oh, I'm gonna give it like a four. Counselors. By the way. Counselors oh, need to like be hot the, to be like able to counsel you about the, like how oh, much to drink. Yeah, yeah. I had to get they, I had to, when I had to get not at all. Uh, I love this while we're doing a beer review. Yeah, we're talking about like alcohol counselors yeah. and shit. That's uh, I was listening to that podcast because it said I was driving home from camp and when I got on Spotify, it said I hadn't listened to this episode before, and I put it on and I was like, no, I've definitely listened to this episode before, but it was really good and I really like the bread episodes. I yeah. like the I like you and Brett's banter back and forth. It's good to know he finally has a use. Hey, Brett's <laughs> super useful. Brett's our number one goalie. He's our only goalie. Now we have that other guy. <laughs> we have and a, that other guy. We have Phillips. We have Rick. Shout out Rick. And we have uh, 
Nick played goalie for us a couple weeks ago, and he was really good. Didn't one of them hit a deer on the way to the game? Rick or hit something? a deer on the way to the yeah. game. Yeah, that's how we ended up with with Nick. Yeah, our fill-in goalie hit a deer on the way to the game, so we had to have a second fill-in, fill-in, fill-in. a last-minute goalie. He was our last resort. You can't live with them, <laughs> but you can't play without them. No, but I like bread episodes. Yeah. But I'm I'm butthurt that it, we can never get the three of us together. Yeah, which is we're insane because I like I see Brett every other weekend, but we can never get together to do. You know, once you're a in podcast. your thirties, like just getting three or four people together for a fun night is just impossible. Yeah, it's like winning the lottery. And none of us have fucking kids. Yeah, nuts. I'm home every like I. As long as you're not trying to get into anything any like into anything too fun, I'm basically always home at least one day a week. I'm a loser. I'm always available. Yeah, you're always, yeah. If there's alcohol, I'm usually, I can be there. Yeah. You are pretty much just uh, an alcohol slug. Speaking of losers, a while back, uh, (laughs) at least a few seasons ago on this podcast, I listed my most annoying songs on a radio, because I've bitched enough on here of having to... I'm guessing there's a new one. Yes. So, I, I have to hear the radio all the time, but when I did the original list, so many of it was new songs. I say new, the last 15 years or so, 20 years even. But uh, that was an unfair list because, honestly, I just don't like most new songs on the radio to begin with. So I want to do a, a list of my top 10 most annoying classic rock songs on the radio. Okay. I have one to add, probably. Here's what I want to say, too, before I read them off, because there's always been annoying songs on the radio, but a lot of times, like... You know, a new song, you have to hear it for a while, like for a year or even mm-hmm. two years. Then or it'll it like the, 90, the 90s was filled with that. The 90s was, you know, Alanis Morissette songs. You had... Uh, you live, you yeah. learn. Oombop from Hanson, Achy Breaky Heart. But for the most part, they stayed in the fucking 90s. They, you know, they moved on from there. But some songs, the radio just will not quit playing. Holy fuck, it sucks. So, uh, yeah, let's hear them. Let's see, All right. we, let's see where we got. Counting down from the top. Um, so I'm going to start with CCR, Credence, Clearwater, Ooh. Revivals. Um, good band. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what you're going to say. The song I don't like is that down on the corner. Oh, really? Nah, I just... That's a lame attempt for a hit, and the, the band can do so much better than that. For them, not a, such a terrible song, but a terrible song for that band, I think. I just... Okay. You're allowed, hey, you're allowed to have that opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, Peter Gabriel's Shock the Monkey. Okay. I don't get anything Peter Gabriel does. That I'm not going to pretend. Yep. Shock the Monkey. Like, really? Like, okay. What's that mean? Is, that, ninth- is that like jacking off? Um, I assume n- everything monkey related is <laughs> jacking off. I have no idea. I, yeah. Okay. But I just know, like, okay. It, I could see in 1982 when all that new wave shit came out, I could see it being a hit for a year or two. But it's 2022. Dude, don't keep playing it. Are they still playing it? All the fucking time. The weird thing is the rest of the album's pretty cool. I really like it. If you're a Pink Floyd fan, like the rest of the album's pretty like deep and trippy. It's a cool like stoner rock album, but then there's that dumb hit. The one dumb hit in it. Um, Next one is Steve Miller's Abracadabra song. Yeah. Oh my god, I wish I could abracadabra and make it fucking disappear, because that song sucks. That's just a lame tune. Abra, abracadabra. Like, really? I'm sorry. Like, you're looking at... No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I I don't like that one. 
Out of the that's a terrible three you've named, two of them I don't like. Okay, you two. Not totally against them, but that when love comes to town, which I think is a good song. But hear me out. Here's that, a, is that that's the one they did with BB King. It's a good then song. Then I don't know the song. It's a good song. It's, it's just not a from that's not from Back to the Future. No. But great B.B. King song, but with a sappy Irish singer, too, and with Bono, no. It's just not. I'm sorry. It's on the radio. It's, it's weird and just... Okay, I'm going to move on to the next one. Yeah. Aerosmith. I'm a big champion yeah, of the Yeah, I know band. You're, you're an Aerosmith guy. But that Don't Want to Miss a Thing song. That That's was, not a classic rock song, though. It's on all the time. It's a, it's from the 90s. Yeah, that's not classic rock. It is not. Yes, it is. That's 25 years ago. That yes, doesn't make it classic, though. Yes, it does. No, classic rock is its own genre. Dude, it's pushing 30 years. It's just it's just 90s rock. Okay, well, I'm not taking it off my list. Pearl Jam's not classic rock. Old Pearl Jam is. No, it isn't. That's yeah. just 90s. 90s is classic, grunge. dude. How long, no, it isn't. How long ago was 1992? 30 years ago. 30 years ago, Paul. That's classic. I, I hear the words you're saying, but it doesn't... You're just it's not, not accepting the same as a it. car. No, it, it's different. Because classic rock is record era rock. Okay, well, this is my list of classic rock plus a little more, I guess. You could call it cassette era rock. Okay, cassette era. That's, that's probably the best thing you've did on this podcast ever. Well, that's the thing. I didn't okay. do that. That's, a, that's a, a known thing. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. Yeah. I'll mute. Okay, this is cassette era list then that's a good one uh yes aerosmiths don't want to miss a thing because they've had ballads that was just the end of it Even that's when, when you what i don't want to do is hear that or any other fucking aerosmith song since that i was they, looking that, that I, was just the death knell i cried in armageddon probably because you heard that goddamn stupid song no it's because i felt um, bad that uh, was it, uh, Bruce was Willis that? stayed back. Uh, what was the other actor, famous actor? Steve uh, Buscemi. Yeah, I don't know. Ben, it was Ben Affleck. Ben it? Affleck was the other. Yeah. Um, Queen. You're my best friend. Yeah, that's a shit. Get song. off the fucking radio. You're not going to have a best friend after he hears that shit. You know what's funny? That band made a completely full on gay dance album. It had way better hits and better songs on it than that stupid fucking song. That's not a good They had one, Hot Space, which was literally an album for, like, gay bars at the time. But at least that makes sense. Uh, what was Another one, Bites the Dust, is off that album. That's a pretty good song. But that, ooh, you're my best friend. Like, fuck off. Um, that Meat Loaf. I would do anything for love. I would do anything to have that removed from the radio. So, um, Warrant's Cherry Pie. Okay, well, that, yeah. People bitch about grunge ruining the 80s. That song ruined the fucking 80s. She's my cherry pie. We needed grunge. I mean, it's literally that bad. That's what killed the party. It was always going to kill itself. Um, Billy Squires, My Kind of Lover. I just hate that. I don't even know if I know that song. You're my kind of lover. You're my kind of lover. It just does that over and over and over. Dude, that song never made any chick want to love you. Piss the off. only song I can think of that Billy Squire did was Lonely is the night Yeah, and that's you a find pretty... yourself alone. A lot of these bands, it's like, it's not the band. They have so many better songs, but like, yeah, that my kind of lover. Oh. Um, Don't know it. Metallica's The Memory Remains, which the song would be pretty cool. Yeah. But that's the one that has that old fucking woman or whatever at the end that does that like, 
Never ending that. It has this stupid fucking thing that had to have been Lars's idea to be trendy. It had to be Lars's idea. It's going to change it up. Oh, it'll be, you know, it ain't just thrash. It would make us cool. Whatever. That fucking... Yeah. Um, Rod Stewart's You Think I'm Sexy. I'm with you. Oh, my god. You didn't even say the song, and I was like, yeah, fuck Rod Stewart. The ugliest British guy ever but people doing don't, a disco chicks song. don't think that, I, I guess. I know. For some reason, like, I'm sorry. Rod Stewart is, like, is he even a man? I don't know. I just know he's the ugliest front man ever trying to do disco. He's a Ken doll. Crap. I guarantee you. Yeah. Rod Stewart is a Ken doll. You think I'm sexy? No, I think you're shitty, Rod. Um, Fleetwood Rod. Mac's Gypsy. I don't like Fleetwood Mac. That Gypsy song, it, it just doesn't need played ever for any fucking reason. It is just bad. How does Gypsy go? All I know is it's because it's just, I'm your Gypsy. Like it. Which one goes? <laughs> is it that? I don't even know if that's. No, no, and no I don't no. know the words. No, I know the one you, you're saying. <laughs> and, and the one, I'm, the Gypsy song is worse. Um. They never heard of Louisiana Purchase. I have two (laughs) songs on here for Kiss. I have Beth and that I Was Made for Loving You. Because it's both... Neither of those are the worst There's videos for both of them. Both of the videos for them songs have Gene Simmons sticking his tongue out. And one's a fucking piano ballad. And the other one's Kiss doing a fucking disco song. You call that a disco song? That I was made for loving you, baby. Yeah, Yeah, I do. And it was mm. oh, those mm. songs suck. Hey, I the, feel the like band, I feel like you're looking back on this from like above it, and if you lived at the time, you maybe. would feel different. I just know when I hear them on the radio, either one of them, I'm just oh my god. Four minutes, I'd I'd rather eat poop. I don't know. Um, Jimmy Buffett, yep. I just have any song. All of his hits been, are fucking terrible on the radio. I, uh, There's the world's only what do you call it retirement home rock? His audience is bingo clubs. That's what I think. I've been told. Like guys who I respect their opinion of music and songwriters. Oh no, Jimmy Buffett's good. Jimmy Buffett's good. Jimmy Buffett blows, yeah, and I'm, there's just no convincing me otherwise. I'm not against, you know, I'm not against a good time, but I don't want to be sitting on a beach and hearing a guy sing about cheeseburgers. That ain't cheeseburger in paradise. What a stupid goddamn song. I'm and, sorry, uh, that uh, is stupid. Just you have one thing you'll sing about. It's not like you're a songwriter, I guess. Yeah. But you don't have any topics. No, it's your just topics are are sitting in the sun. You know what I'm told by shout out Reg, Jimmy Buffett's brother or uncle or something. You know who it is? I don't know any other Buffett. Warren Buffett. The, I know that name as you say it, but he's like a a billionaire. Oh, Reg I, told me that he funded Jimmy Buffett. They were. I assume career. Jimmy Buff like Jimmy Buffett must like, have been a billionaire before because it's always things about like was you just born with a margarita and money in your hand? If I, you if you <clears throat> pumped money into liquor and poker and podcastration and Levon and Paul Enterprises, eventually would be successful. But if <laughs> you gave us trying to name, hey, we need more. we need four million dollars and eventually we'll make a million. Yeah. Well, you know what? We would have done that if we just invested in. The stock market. Exactly. But if you invest in a stoner who knows how to play four chords on a guitar and can sing songs about sand, sing then songs you have about something. just living the good life. Yeah. On repeat. 
Like, Hagar does that, but he also can rock. He didn't he's, always do that. No, and he wrote about some other things. Clearly, he's like, I'm going to have some life experience and do some other things and get out of my comfort zone a little bit. Jimmy you know, Buffett I'm, blows. I'm gonna, driving 55 and sucks. Also, you can tell Jimmy Buffett never drove above 55 in his life. He probably has a chauffeur that just took him everywhere. The only thing Jimmy Buffett... I don't know. Jimmy yeah. Buffett sucks. Okay, because that's he not sucks. even... That's my second to last. And I'm pretty sure this was my number one on the last time I did this list. But that Foreigner's Urgent song is just... That is it like, is despicable. That is a, a shit song that, honestly, no local band should ever be proud no, of. No, no, that's what... That's, that's ba- That song it's, sucks. It's the worst song on the worst greatest hits album ever. It is literally the worst song. And you play that at any wedding... Nobody wants to dance. That, and that guitar is all it's for. in the beginning. That is so terrible. Every every urgent, urgent, urgent. Ah, shut up. Yeah. Shut. Just try again. So one song on here, I guess maybe it could be like my eleventh or whatever. The one song I just never care for is the police is Roxanne, and I know it's not that bad of a song, but I just- Roxanne. <laughs> I've only known one original reggae song, and that. From uh, Bob Marley. All the other fucking reggae songs are just white people. Like The Police. Uh, fucking Sublime. Sublime. Yes, that was it. <laughs> it wasn't. And Sublime. And I'm like, I just... It's not bad. And it's, like, it's not a bad song, but it is just... And if you're going to play Roxanne on a radio all the time, can't you play a fucking Bob Marley one too then? Play the original one. You know what's weird? I would only hear Bob Marley on WXDX. Why is maybe that some of the songs? The only thing I could think, well, they shorten songs for radio all the time. I was gonna say maybe it's too long. Some they, are, but honestly, because I've, it's for like dancing and I've shit. I've always liked Bob Marley. Yeah, me that's too. What, I've always liked Bob Marley. I've always and liked even, Peter Tosh. Even if I didn't like Bob Mayles. Marley, at least that's original. At least that's a fucking Jamaican doing their music. Yeah, not some guy from fucking Northern England. Anyway. So uh, that's my list. But I like those bands because I like... The only reason I knew of actual reggae music was because of bands like Sublime. Yeah. I like Sublime. Yeah, and I'm not and like against Sublime. Sublime would, it, like yeah. I said, it's not so much I'm against it. I'm it's, younger than you and Sublime was playing. I, 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 like, I like punk rock. Why should we know more white reggae than Jamaican reggae? That's just my bitch. But yeah. Um, Let me give you mine. Okay. Because I heard this one today and I forgot like... Ooh, appalling. This goes way too long. Come on, baby, light my fire by the Doors. Yeah, the Doors are overrated. They really <sighs> are. I like the Doors' first album a lot of it, and their last album a lot of it. And all that shit in between is just... It's just wanky. Rubbish. Yeah. It's rubbish. It's pretentious as hell. So I, I was doing MedPass today on a, on a pod where everyone was mad, so it took forever to get done. And luckily, the officer had on like the music choice channel of classic rock, which is like fun because like I'm okay. At least I can listen to songs that I already know. Yeah. Uh and come on, baby, light my fire came on, and it's like I didn't know if it was gonna be the long one or the short yeah, one. I was just gonna say the thing is it's not even the songs that bad, but he has that fucking stupid organ solo and yep. the long one. It goes for like five minutes. It's like it how does your audience not walk out ever? Yes. But I was okay with it because I like the the thing I was waiting for in it the the part in the guitar solo. Dun, 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 dun. If you ever actually listen to like any Doors other music, like an album, just that greatest hit, just the album with Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison does a lot of silly shit in it, but sometimes I think Jim probably just did that because he's probably like anything but another fucking five minute organ solo. <laughs> you know, just come on. There's a reason there's more guitar solos than organ solos because they sound better. Yeah, but I am going to go on to this band plug called Skeletor. 
finally there's a band utilizing that fucking name. Uh, they have albums. <laughs> this one's called Gonads of the Gods. Ah. Empire of Eternia is another one. And is that a b- song about like lawsuits? It must be. And uh, Snake Mountain. No, I'm pretty sure those are something to do with He-Man. No. Attorney. Yeah. I just thought it's where all the attorneys were. Neoclassical metalcore from Australia. Ah, good so day. I'm pretty sure our first and only Australian band plugged on here. At least Have we ever way. plugged Airborne? Oh, yeah. Good. Well, if not, Airborne's They're cool coming too. up. Yeah. At some point. But, uh, and honestly, I haven't heard Airborne since that concert. <laughs> a few years ago, I liked a couple of their albums, but then I, I kind of moved on. I, I did like... One or two of their albums. Also. I had an Airborne. When we went to go see them, they gave out like Airborne condoms. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Uh, big surprise. For the Mile High Club. Big surprise. Airborne? Yeah. Mine never got used. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, uh, it expired. <laughs> like, hey, that's the, her problem. The expiration date on condoms is like 25 years in the future. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, mine never got used. <laughs> it turns out latex lubricated latex has an expiration date they all do every condom has an expiration date on it i think i had one in my wallet forever it just yeah i really just just taking up space this is silly. i keep thinking i have extra money and it, oh no that's that rubber that i just <laughs> never condom that i never use no you don't need one for the internet <laughs> but, uh, all right we can we can roll out and on that note yeah. we protection ubi doobi <laughs> That's another show gone. Another world spinning on.